Hi guys, I'm your girl Ashley Garcia, your host and fellow creative. This podcast is a space where we explore all things creative while diving deep into the mind, perspective, inspiration, and process with guests from all walks of life. Welcome, Creative Castaways. What song? No, you said you about to play a song that reminds that a song that reminds you of me. Uh, that's crazy. But go ahead. I'm interested to know what this song is. Where you? Where you <laughs> You're curious. I'm dead ass. I just want to hear it. Yeah, that song reminds me of you. <laughs> yeah, that's a banger right there. Yeah, that's my God. All yeah. West Coast stuff. Yeah, always, man. I mess with the East, man. I mess with the East a lot too. No, you don't. Yes, I do. How you tell me? Oops, what East Coast music do you even listen to? Every time I we talk, you always talk about some West Coast shit. <laughs> I've never that, heard you. That's where my heart is at. But I, okay, relax. Like I listen to on the East. Y'all, there's a whole lot of South though, of course. But like, of course, Jay Z. Who else? Nas, J. Cole. J. Cole. Yeah, J. Cole. Uh, who else? I'm listening to everybody. I vote with Benny. Mm, yeah. Benny. Zelda. Uh, I listen to the East. I'm not a Drake. I'm not a big Drake fan though, like that. No, but we hey, we just had a hot take though. I, before I don't know. I know you're recording this. Uh, but me and my partner. We was talking last night, and this one went to sleep. We was talking about like who better, Kendrick or Drake? Yo, Kendrick go hard, man. I'm gonna have to I, like if you look at everything he done, like, bro, I think Kendrick is better than Drake. I think cre- creatively, I think Kendrick only because every album has been a whole different project. Well, Jake, like, Drake, so different. Too, though. Yeah, but Drake always talks about the same girls and being in his feelings and light skin shit. <laughs> what is it called? Hold on, I'll just send it to my partner. It, I think it was nostalgia. But, uh, hold on. You I think I sent the, I was just bumping uh, this whole, like it just popped up. I, was, I forgot he was on this track. Yeah, nostalgia by Pusha T. And he, like, his verse go crazy. Like, he paint a whole picture, like, oh my, yeah. Like, Kendrick in his bag time. And this song was, like, released, like, five years ago, damn near. I don't even know the, like, time. Or, like, the, the year it was dropped, but Kendrick is cold. But. He's been he's been rapping, though. I, I, I fuck with the East. I, I love the West, of course. I love the South. But, yeah, I like all music. I've been, I've been bumping that. Uh, what's the UK rap? Like Stormzy, oh, you know? drilling. Was it? Yeah, I'll vote them, man. I I get that way. I get that frequency. You've yeah. been there though, no? Yeah, that's why I learned it. That's like I said when I saw like you know, it takes a minute to like hop on. I want to say I hopped on the way, but I gave it a chance. But I gave it a chance on this side. It was like all right, this is, this is not it. But when I went out to England. And it saw like the bad girl, like I was like, oh, this is a way, it's a vibe. Like, this <laughs> you have to a- actually be there. Was, I swear, oh, what I did, there was no, it was it was crazy because my stepmom, like it was crazy. I bumped to my step, I bumped into my stepmom in 
in in London, like not even like planned. It was just like rain at the bucket about the craziest shit in my life. But we that day we went, you know, downtown London. We just like had a great ass time. But my mom, my stepmom, like she know music. Like she put me on some music too. Like uh hell. And she saw like you said she pointed out, said, You see that girl? And I was like, yeah, well, this is this is so way different. And I just saw the way they like moved to it. I was like, okay, this is a vibe. Like, and you and I was like, fuck with it. I was like, all right, like I can get it now. And I hear the line, the lingo that they speak. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, I get it. This is yeah, they're they're is cool. Yeah, I was like, I fuck with it. Stormzy, you know, Burning Boy now. What's the other dude's name? Uh, I fuck with them all. I, I fuck with them all. They, Burning Boy's from the UK. I thought he was from. Like down more, like Africa. I don't know, but whatever that UK is, that I'll, I'll fuck with it. I love music though. That's that's you know we share that common knowledge. But what up, Ashley man? What up, my dog? What's what up? <laughs> Welcome. Enough for us talking music. I know you make y'all want to get this one. Shit, get to it. Yeah, we're matching. I love it. Welcome. I know you got the black. I had like the one off gray. <laughs> one of one piece. One of one. Yeah, for now, maybe we'll see. Welcome. Today I got Terrell Evans. Oh my god. The homie, the gang, the the Vegas veteran, <laughs> the CEO of the grind. I, I, you know I can't take compliments too much. I really kind of compliments. Still at 30 years old, I still can take the compliments. But yeah. What up, man? What up? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Tell How's the West Coast doing? How are you doing? It's good. Well, what the West Coast of Canada is cool. Still restriction, but we ain't on lockdown like y'all out there in the East and Alberta. That's These guys crazy. can play basketball. These days, closing up the basketball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Here. Yeah. 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 Trash. Yeah, that's trash. I mean, I wish this whole thing kind of get over with honestly with the vaccines you see like back home everybody out there you know back to it like it like mm. pandemic came and went you feel me yeah and out here it's a little bit different so yeah. you know i guess we just got to take in this stride and i know it's a little bit deeper on y'all and you know you got locked down and it's been shut down for months like that I, I couldn't since november crazy. here yeah that we what well, we in may Mm-hmm. <laughs> what November, December, January, March, April. Just that's seven a, months. That's crazy. God, that's a yeah. I'm out. Yeah. They keep playing with us. They're like, you know, it's gonna open up. They say May twentieth. I'm like, that's a fucking lie. Yeah. Just keep it going. I don't. I just try to. For, even like for us, you know what I mean. Like even for me, it's like man, I want to. I'm ready to get it cracking. You feel me? Like I'm so ready to like venture and let all this but it's just not having these borders open and be able to move like the way you want to move mm-hmm. it just is so i don't know i just try to like occupy my time and like stay busy as possible like i work and then you're always moving you're always yeah, on I just the grind like that. Even, i just try to stay like that and kind of like when it when they do hit the go button i'm just gonna flood like you from me everything is gone because everything's just on autopilot and i know pretty much the same thing for you right everything's on autopilot Mm-hmm. And as soon as that thing, you know, they give you the gas to go, it's it's gone. You feel me? So yeah, I said they have a, a fire drill. <laughs> it's 
This podcast fire. They just they got the whole fire department on here. We got to blow it up. Uh, let's. Uh, so, how did we meet? We met when I moved into moved to Vancouver for the year. Yeah, um, I was trying to get into like a, a kids basketball program where I could like coach and and teach kids basketball because I have some experience. I'm not the greatest, but I thought, you know, that'd be a good way to meeting people since I was new. And then I saw, I don't know how I even saw it. I think I saw it on Instagram, the whole Vancouver Knights basketball, and they were looking for scorekeepers and this and that. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's close to my house. I'll go do it the one, one, two days a week. So then I go scorekeeping and I forget you came over and you were just talking some shit. (laughs) <laughs> like usual. Yeah. Oh um, no. And then you're uh, just talking about the Toronto girls are bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going. You gonna give me a rap? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's how we met. That was funny. Yeah. Shit. It was, it was just hilarious. Funny. Nah, it's it's funny because earlier that year, like a few months before I even like I heard about this league too. I was in Toronto mm. <laughs> for the Nano Five tryout. So I was out there for uh two and a half weeks. It was so much fun. I had a great time. But I got to like it's funny because I'm I, I'm a foreigner. <laughs> and so when I was out there, I I got partners on that end. You feel me? So you know. We'll be out and the girls kind of like size you up like like a dude. I'm like, yo, relax. Like, I'm not even on that type of bob. Like, <laughs> you know, like it was just a different wave. And so like and they just be tweaking. So as soon as they I don't know if they thought I was like from Toronto, from that area or whatever. And I'm like, no, I ain't from there. And then as soon as I speak, they can hear the accent, like, where you from? And I'm like, Vegas, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, bro, <laughs> y'all is crazy. Like, I'm nice calling you best friend. <laughs> yeah. And so like, but I always gotta like, like, mom, I'm not even on that time. You feel me? So it'd be like when I used to tell you all the time, like it's some it's some bad apples over there. <laughs> just like, yep. yeah, they just be tripping. I'll be like, man, why about you with you? But I like Toronto, I love the women out there. Most gorgeous, some of the most gorgeous women in the world in Toronto and people, men, women. I got my partners over there and I fuck with these. I love the what y'all call it, the six, the six side. The six. Yeah. The six I don't know. Side. I don't know if people even say that anymore. I think it was when Drake came up with that album and he just kept saying it like crazy and then it just blew yeah. up. But what they say out there, you don't know, you don't know. I don't I don't I don't I don't know. I, I no, really no. Don't. you don't know shit. I don't. But I, I know like my side like what's cracking, what's bragging when you feel me like yeah. Cracking. I love hearing yeah. that. Yeah. Uh but no, I had a really amazing time on in Toronto. Like I really that's a really one of my favorite cities in the world. This this one is Toronto. So shout out you from there. So Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but no disrespect. You the homie, and the fact that if this happened I'm not a bad ago, apple. three years ago, three years ago, like how it all manifested our relationship, our friendship. You feel me? It just been locked in ever since. So it's it's a blessing. You know what I mean? And yeah. So how did you end up in Vancouver or Victoria? You from so oh, <laughs> like the okay, it's like yeah. Steps. Tell me, tell me the story. How you? I am from Vegas. I'm from Vegas. Uh, I grew up on the west side of Las Vegas. Uh, literally for 18 years, and then out of there, I went to junior college route. 
to play ball on scholarship at Yakima, at Yakima in the uh, state of Washington, uh, junior college. And then I did my two years, did my thing. Could have went division one, but I didn't go because of like financial stuff. And they would only offer me a partial scholarship. Right. So I was like, um, I was going to take it last minute, but then the school, Victoria, uh, UVic, they had offered me, a, uh, a trip up like to Canada and just, I'm only 19 at, no, my 19, I'm 20 at the time mm-hmm. on the stereotypical American, just to let y'all know at 20 years old, I thought this shit was like igloos, like cold as fuck. Like I listen in Washington is just literally right below Canada and my dumb, I didn't even know that shit. So it was just crazy. So it was funny. Um, and so I came out, came, I took a ferry from Seattle. My coach, uh, drove me to Seattle on the pier, took a ferry boat. That was like two hours. And then I saw Canada. She was like, dope. And, uh, just like the whole, you know, the city, the vibe, it was like, all right, this is a city where I can like turn up and make a man for myself. It was, it was more like a business move, which is all it always been for me. It's like to get me to where I always wanted to go with, which is overseas and play professionally. So, um, it was, you get an extra year instead of four years, you get five. So that was dope. Um, financially it was, it was stable for, for my family. It was, it was dirt cheap for us to, you know, for me. And, and it was the right situation for me to just go in, you know, play my part in, in my three years, you know, and I mapped it out how I wanted to go. And it, and it happened just like that. And so from there, that's how I got to UVic. And then from there, I went, played in Austria, first division, played in Italy, third division, had had a bit of a rough rough go, but really it was a life lesson, like a lot of dope shit that happened and and it just showed me where the bank game basketball was taking me. I did really well in Italy. Um went to championship loss and all that type of stuff. So and I took a I took like a six month hiatus. And I was just like, you know, just kind of wanted to figure out what I wanted to do after I done already accomplished this or what was next for me. And then I think during that same year I went back to playing and then uh, they, the operations, basketball operation got from, uh, from the Raptors, 905. He had, he mean, his name was Tim Chung. I don't know if he's still there now. He actually was like, yo, do you want to come trial for our 905 team as we rebuild with Jerry Stackhouse, right? I was like, hell yeah. And so uh, I went out there, made to the last, uh, last day of the trial, got cut. Was was real crazy, but it was a you know a great experience. You know, got to be in the Air Canada Center, uh, beyond in what they call it Saga Land, Mr. Saga. Saga. <laughs> Saga Land party next door. I love that guy. That guy's amazing. Um, from here, so uh, yeah, and so from there, I had got a call. It was like this league, the TV or NAPB, what is uh, what it once was called. It was like, oh, we started a new league, Cream Rush. Uh, Smush Parker, all these guys are in it. Jamario Moon, and I was like, okay, this is maybe a this is a go. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of stretched it out, and yeah. But Vancouver was the you know right next to Victoria, so I've been to Vancouver a few times, so it was cool. And during that time, it was it was dope. Like it was cool. It was a shitty situation once you get there, and I really don't want to go in details. I want to really air note, you know. I'll keep it professional, but it just wasn't what I made it to be. But reluctantly, from there, the team out in, uh, in Vegas, you know, they offered me a spot on their team. It was like, "Yo, come play for us," and I was like, "Bet." Mm-hmm. I went home for a few months, and it was dope. So, yeah. 
Here we are. So now you're in Victoria. And um, how did the grind come about in all this? So I always wanted to coach. Well, getting back into coaching, I thought I was done my career at the end of the day. Like always, even if it was during my career or after, I always wanted to do it. You know what I mean? I felt like being a kid, an inner city kid, and how, you know, really good coaches growing up from my youth, middle school, even to my high school, even like, you know, my high school coach who was like a big father figure to me, mm-hmm. Bruce Gator, like, man, he, you know, it was, and he came in a time in my life where I just had lost my grandpa uh, when I was in the eighth grade. So I was going to the ninth grade and he, you know, the same approach, like, you know, older gentleman, you know, all American in three sports, football, basketball, and track. And he just like showed me like, yo, bro, like you can do this. You know, I was just a little skinny, tall, lanky <laughs> black kid. But he knew I had drive at the end of the day. And he like, you know, put his hands on me and told me and showed me the way. You feel me? So he gave me a lot of like tough love, like made us throw up, cuss us out, <laughs> you know, but it, it came from a genuine place. And I said like, you know, why did he I always ask myself, like, why did he, you know, talk to me or like put his hands on me like that? When it's like, and he did the same thing to a lot of other players, you feel me? So mm-hmm. I just felt like, you know, what could I do in the end and to give back? And like I said, most players, you know, in my era didn't really do that. Like guys who made it to the pros, guys who made it to the league, you know, the fortunate ones, I never seen those guys like, you know, put their hands and like help. And that just in my experience, I didn't really see that. So maybe they were, and I, I just didn't capture that. But I was like, man, I'm not going to do that shit. I know, like, when I make it far, which I know, and I know people going to be riding for me and watching me, and I'm always going to put on for the for the real and where I come from. And and that's what I wanted to do. So when I, when I got after my season in Vegas, so my cousin got killed. And that kind of like made me step back a bit. And it's like, man, I need to get a degree in like, mm-hmm. let's do I got a, you know, I got a little extra change in my pocket, like in my savings, like not much, but I had enough to like, to create some and start right. some. So I went back to school and then it was like, man, you know what? I met the right person. Her name was Per. And I, we had a great conversation at a coffee shop. And I was like, man, this is what I want to do. And this is like, maybe this was three years ago. And I was like, this is what I want to do. Straight up. And is probably not despite other people doing this in, you know, Canada or stuff like that, but this is how I want to do it. And she was like, I think it's a great idea. And that's just how you tackle it. So I started one team. And mind you, I didn't come up with the name Grind until after the fact. Mm. And so when we had out of one team, it's like little <laughs> they was like maybe like maybe eight. Eight nine year olds, like little, little little babies, right? But they was killing it, right? I took kids like from all over. It was dope. I had an immigrant kid. I it was just so diverse. It was it was special. But uh, we called ourselves Swish at one point. <laughs> so it was called Swish. So and when I I was like, man, you know what? We're just gonna be a team, and that's it. And I'll figure out the shit later. So they I came up with the name and like. You know me, I don't sleep. And I'll send anybody texts and stuff like that. Yeah, I need this, like at like four in the morning. And they're like, what the Whenever fuck? you have an idea, you just literally just spew out the idea right away. Like, you don't even yeah, care what time. Unless I'll, I'll forget. No, it's 5 a.m. Like, why are you texting me? Like, go to sleep. Yeah, so uh, it was like at one of them nights, like, I was like, man, I need to like grasp this. And like, everybody was like, yo, on some cornballs, I'll let you, I'll tell you. But 
Like people are like, yo, name it like Terrell Evans Basketball Academy. I'm like, bro, I would never, <laughs> like, never do some shit like that. Like it's that is it's it's not about me. And I always yeah. say that it, it ain't about me. I mean, I'm just like a a vehicle to get you there. And right. the end is once we get to the destination, is you gotta hop out and you gotta figure it out yourself. So, um, and so I was like looking at text messages with my partners, like you know my my partner Rick, my homie Far, my name Eddie, my name Matt, like all my my homie Angel, like all of them. You feel me? I was just like, man, you know, everybody just kept keep grinding, keep grinding, keep grinding. I'm like, oh, I'm just like strolling. I'm like, keep grinding, keep grinding. I'm like. The grind. And I was like, I think we got it. And I was like, that's it. This is what mm-hmm. the shit is for. And I was like, and that's what I text you. I was like, I think I got the shit. Like, yep. That was like I, two years ago, two and a bit. Yeah, two and a bit. When, when you, yeah, when I came up with the, with the official name and then when it had happened, I was like, okay, I think, I think it got it. Like, and I was like, set. I was like, well, and then I started plotting my mind, like, what do I see, like, as a logo and this, that, and third, and then, you know me, I'm not really, when it, me blurting out the creativity and how I want it to be, you, 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 we have a relationship where you kind of know what I'm trying to say, so it was just dope, and then for you to create something that's, like, iconic, and then, like I said, in the last two years, I done seen everybody, like, say, grind this, grind this, gang, gang, like, on the emotion, like, it's, like, from what I see, I don't know what the algorithm, but I see everybody. I'm talking about from California. Right. I see people out, you know, out even on the on the East Coast. My homie out in Brooklyn, my former teammate Tyree, he like, yeah, the ground, bro. Ooh, ooh. Like I see gangsters, like like logsters, like repost my shit. Like I think that's dope shit. And we that got a cool. connection where like it ain't no. It's just real, recognized, real. That's the best thing about it. And, and it's like, yeah, this is basketball, but it's more than just a program of basketball is this a way of life. And that's why I look at it. Like, from, and that's it. And it's, it's been, it's been turned every since it's been, it's been a blessing every since. So. Yeah. Cause every, every season or every couple months you got new clothing coming out, a hat coming out, things yeah. always on the go. And the kids love the clothes. I, I always watch the little videos and those kids, it's just so nice to see something that like we created and then just for it to actually come out and see it. Yeah. On these. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's dope. Like you see the stickers on people walls, you see bumper stickers on people cars, like, like, Oh shit. Like they, Oh, and you know it. Like when you see it, you know who it is. Like, you know, it's not, yeah, you know, it's me, but it's like, okay, this is the, this is the game. Like you feel me? And that, that's the, that's the hardest part. Like, it's a whole family. Like that's that's tough. Like to like is, and you already know how it comes to compliments. I don't, I'm I don't know. It's just weird. I don't. But you get the genuine of it. Like I like that pop up shop at Complex. You know what I mean? That was the the biggest. You know, like okay, this is this is it. Like you for me to have a lineup. Like you would have thought I dropped a sneaker. Like, right. I need to do air George. You feel me? Like the, the, you know, the Travis Scott's or something. You feel me off white? Like this, the shit was from the door down the street around the corner. Like I was like, Whoa, like, this is like, that's me. <laughs> like, this is for me. Like, this is, this is, this is, yeah. Like it's surreal. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that you had what, 
it was swish in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it was, and that's the thing. Like they had their little team jerseys. Like it was, it, and but like always, like knew like we was Nike out. Yeah, had the draw fits like, ooh, but like easily as and that was like I said, that was like a like a. That was like I knew what I could do in the day. Like I knew what I can do in three months with one team and and like with some kids, and I know I can do that. I know the power that I possess at the end of the day. That's the, that's the best strong suit. I know. Mm-hmm. So for it to manifest with them kids and just like with this merch and other things that I got my hands into, it's all manifested. So, and with the merch, it was just crazy. It's like people, like I say, I still get called. I still get calls like or texts or DMs every day. Like when you dropping the next? When you dropping the next? When you dropping the next? When they when they look at this park, they go see the gray. Oh, they got the gray. They are gonna go crazy. Like so, <laughs> it's, it just is is dope. But in the, the day, you just like I done built the, I done built the fan base. You know, and I think that's dope. And you gotta feed it. So I just continue to feed it and and in the most in the most way I can. So, but like staying to who we are, like you ain't gonna mm-hmm. see new much too much out the pocket or stuff. But I'm gonna get some get some cracking. But we in the talks like. I can tell you cooking like it's 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 cooked, it's done. Like it's just now the execution of it. Yeah. So then, how when we were coming up with the logo, what vision did you have in mind? Well, the first one was you know one of my favorite artists, idols is Nipsey, um, and it was crazy because it like not to even like you know, still saucing them like that. It was just like, he had the marathon, I had the grind. It was pretty much the kind of like, you can kind of say the same way. You know what I mean? You running laps and I'm like, you taking the stairs in this and, and my, and, and you look at it two ways. But like looking at it side by side, it's still the same race. We the underdogs, we the, you know, we got it's an uphill battle for us, and no matter what. Um, but that was the first logo I looked at, was like, you know, I want it to be, you know, boom in your face, like it grasps your attention. So I was like, the one that was number one. I love Jay Z with the whole Rock Nation, that was another one. Uh, of course, UNLV, um, my uh, hometown university, University of uh, Nevada, Las Vegas, like a big rebel was one. Um, just like different, th- like it was more like it was just what stands out. Like, do you see the message more than anything and like make right. it creative? So when it, when we did it, it was like, all right. And you went through tons of, you went through so many drafts. Yeah. At least like 10 to 15. Yeah. Like you were sending me like, Hey, what's this? What's that? What about this? What's that? I'm like, I don't like, no. And some of it got a little bit too blurry, but we found out, <laughs> we found our way to the one. Yeah, because even though it's it's a brand, I feel like it also represents you and how you, your style is. So something that you wouldn't like, you wouldn't wear it, then you're not gonna you're not gonna oh, yeah, for go sure. for it, right? You want to be yeah. able to rock your own stuff too. So yeah, that's when I feel the freshest though. The flies when I'm rocking my own shit. Real talk, like when I got my hoodie on or something like that, or I go to the store. Oh, I got it on the hat. Like I got it on some on some of my new era. Not on this one though. 
Uh, look at this! It's so uh, fire! <laughs> like my own is on clothes. It's so dope. Oh, there I go, right there. Yeah, it's so fire. I love it. Yeah, when people see me at the store, like they or Costco, or whatever, at the mall, they're like, "Oh, that's the guy!" And it was just like, <laughs> "You're famous." Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. funny, and like kids come up, and parents, you know, they ask questions and stuff like that. It's you know. It's kind of sometimes you don't want to after you done like had a long day and shit like that. But the fact that they come up is is really genuine. They see you in traffic and they be like, hey, honk the horn and shit like that. And it's just genuine. I think a lot of people in the city and it's it's number love. I, I just like it that they, you know, they know people know what it know what it is. And mm-hmm. it's like it, it built that though. Yeah, I had to strategically, you know, put the message out there. And we didn't done a lot of stuff in the community. And, you know, around everything, mental health, you know, support our athletes, getting players off, all of that winning, kicking ass and going to Vancouver, you know, winning games. You, and yeah, it's, it's dope. So everybody see that logo. Everybody knows what Tom it is. They like, oh, yeah, that's the grind. Like, oh, yeah, we gang. Yeah. And I like that you guys talk about not just basketball. You guys talk about outside events, you know, um, Black Lives Matter, race issues um you keep your um kids informed on on things and to have a a strong um opinion and strong stance on things and just supporting not just um the brand but you um yeah it's just dope a lot of um, basketball camps or programs don't really go further than basketball and the fact that you guys are doing that it's it's important especially in places like vancouver bc and victoria where um there's very few colored people yeah and i don't even like that word beyond but yeah i I, I like i i hate that like that just me my own personal reason so i don't really get into that but just in the end like is if if i'm only teaching you how to be a great basketball player then i'm failing you Right. That like it's more than just a game. Like the mm-hmm. skill life lesson that you need to learn. And especially with basketball, like how to communicate, how to, you know, tell each other like this is what it is. And you have a you have a threshold with each other. You know not to cross it, but you know you address it. So being informed about like, you know, different races and cause don't, you know, don't like, you know what I mean? Don't still soften the culture and not like support it and, and love it. You feel me? Like I, I that's just on a whole nother topic itself, but like my kids are well informed. My mm-hmm. teams are very inclusive and they're gonna learn like, you know, about Diwali, you know, the East uh East Indian uh uh celebration that was not too long ago, uh Black Lives Matter, everything uh, about Asian culture. It's this is more than just a game with sports that in any sport, you're gonna run across people from different, you know, ethnicities, background, communities. I done been to I've been to so many communities in my in my life in basketball, which I'm fortunate enough with these experiences. Where I had, if I was just the same Terrell off the block, you feel me on the West Side Las Vegas, I wouldn't have made it this far. You right. gotta get well versed, and it is not only to just be successful, but that's that's the fruits of life. When you see yourself expand, you start looking at yourself in a different light. Like, damn, I'm I'm that like. And it's cool to be that, not to be, you know, sheltered in your own bubble. And I think that, like, when kids do that and people do that and you see that I can mingle with that person, I can mingle with that person, and there's no hatred, there's no stay on my guard, but you know it's a threshold, this is dope. Like I say, I got 
homies from all over, friends from all over, friends from all, and they know it's nothing but love and it's genuine. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's the same thing I try to teach my kid, like with the game of basketball or sports in general, this game could take you far across the world. Like I've been to fucking Japan. Yeah, that's fire. That's fire. Like, and still got fans like in Japan. Like one of my shoe plugs is is from Japan. Like they send me shoes like, hey, you need them? Size 13, 14? Yeah, I send them. <laughs> like that's dope. And that was like, what, six years ago? Mm-hmm. So, so uh, what bo- what bothers you about the the saying colored or colored? Personally, <laughs> see, I'm, I'm just curious because I actually just I'm gonna get it. Like I'm gonna get in trouble if I say that. But like it's just I'm not. Well, at colored. least I know, right? So I'm not colored. I'm not a box of Crayola crayons, bro. Mm. I mean, that just me personally. I'm not colored. I didn't. I don't want that word associated on me or to, or to my people or any person that's like. Me. Because we might know I'm black. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, but I didn't mean like black. I meant like not just black. I meant like you know Latina, like the whole group, right? Yeah, like, like we ain't colored. Yeah, that in a day we not. Mm-hmm. We are who we are. If I'm colored, then what makes you not colored? You feel mm-hmm. me? So like, don't perpetuate that on me. And I always like, and I, as a black man, I'm starting to like notice a lot in the world with like this whole Black Lives Matter, you know, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and and all the, like, you know, the, these sad shoes and, and being, you know, in Canada, watching from afar, my family go through this and like every day, like, I talk about it in the, in the Times Colonies, like, I fear for them, and not say I fear for them, I pray for them every day. Mm-hmm. Like they don't get pulled over and it's some, you know, it's a, it's a melee or something breaks out, you know, over some dumb shit, because, you know, this has been going on for, for centuries. Right. Not say years, I'm on centuries of this shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just pray every day. I talk to my family every day. I talk to my nieces and nephews every day. And I think like in basketball, I kind of, you know, as I went far in my career, I kind of like communication was kind of like not like stagnant. And me going home was like every like once a year, you know. And I like now that I'm kind of like kind of say remove from our career a little bit. I still play a bit, but like, as far as like go out there and, you know, play for some money, maybe, but I'm, I'm taking more time to, you know, be around my family and, and cherish that with my granny, with my sisters, with my brother, with my cousins, my lopes, my pops, my mama, my aunties, like everybody, my whole entire family. So, um, and like I said, I pray for them every day. I talk to them every day. We talk about these conversations all the time. We challenge mm-hmm. each other. That's, a, that's important, challenging people, because yeah. um, that's how you kind of check each other. That's how you inform each other. You know each other's feelings, each other's standpoints. And yeah. if you don't have those conversations, you're not growing. So I feel like that's super important. So yeah. that's why I asked about the color thing. Like, if I don't know what your your stance yeah. is or how you're feeling or, or your perception on that, then I won't know, right? Yeah. So, like, it's just like any term. It is like before you pass judgment on somebody, make sure mm-hmm. you perfect. I seen DeMar DeRozan right there. And I'm like, that's, that's, that I took heed to that. Like mm-hmm. that's facts. Like we, in this, in this world we live in, it's just like, and it's to challenge somebody doesn't mean I'm trying to like beat you. It's more of us trying to grow within a day. Like I'm going to challenge your view. If you say yeah. in basketball, I'm a better player than you. All right, bet. And let's play and just find out. And then that's the challenge, right? What is wrong with us figuring out? Cause once the game is over, we're going to be like, damn, we're going to look at each other. and like, I like playing against you, bro. You you really actually challenged me. You actually a good challenge. Let's play again. 
You know what I mean? And then you build that connection that in that relationship. You feel me? So I just can't. Why can't that be this? Why can't that same outcome and how that whole thing, you know, finagle be the same thing on some when it comes to race, when it comes to, you know, diversity, when it comes to discrimination, when it comes to equality with women? Like, you, it, it's all the same, not say dance, but it all has that same, you know, outcome, that result of us mm-hmm. building that relationship. And at the end of the day, too, you can still have these conversations and we can still be friends at the end of the day. Like, I I appreciate a friend challenging more than someone that doesn't because that person that doesn't is just going with emotions. And is that even considered a friendship in my eyes? Like, you're just going to just agree with everything I say, then then what kind of friendship is that? Like, I want someone to be able to check me on my shit. Yeah, as we all should. Like you like you check me on my shit as a friend. Like, hey, Terrell, like you need to. Like and I get that, and I'd be like, "Hey, we cool," and like that—that's friendship, that's lifetime, and that's what I build. And like, I'm I'm cool with you know. I know I've lost friends. Just say like this, so-called friends. I thought we was cool behind this Black Lives Matter shit. Oh yeah, and I'm and like and and behind it all. It's like, bro, what makes you stand on the on a ledge like that? You and you gonna jump? Like, oh, you tweaking? <laughs> All right, bet. Like, you, and it's just, it's nothing. I can't even take it. Like, I can't even take it to heart. It's just like, oh, so now I know. Yeah. So the like, I'm glad. You know what I mean? Like now it's it's okay. Let's move on. Like you feel me? I don't. I'm not gonna cry with spilled milk. It's just like, all right, bet. That's the milk. Well, I'm gonna clean it up. I didn't spill it. I just mm-hmm. it's something was presented to the table, and they said, "Oh, I ain't fucking with it." And I said, "Okay, I ain't fucking with it." And that's 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 cool. And I like I said, I was lost like people that I knew, and I was like close like on this on this shit. And I was like, "Yo, bro, don't." And then when it all comes out, it's just like now who look like the fool? But like I said, I was I was fortunate enough to you know to grow up in America where this. And I, I experienced this at a very young age, you know, with, you know, harassing by the police when I was a teenager, me and my partners, you know, coming from the gyms and, and the rec centers and we in a little bucket car, we mashing with it and they pull us over, you know, and just be like, that's just driving wild blood. That's racist as shit. But this has been happening for years, you feel me? And don't think in, in songs like, oh, now we know. Like, no, bro, NWA was speaking about this a long time ago. Yeah. Ice-T, Ice-Q, uh, who else? Tupac. Tupac yeah. Everybody been speaking about bullies, brutality, public enemy. Come on, man. This, this shit go on and on. You know, even with women's rights, Queen Latifah. You know what I mean? Who else? Uh, what's her name? Uh, I'm drawing a blank, but these issues are the same reoccurring issue. We have progressed, but not directly as we want it to be. So, yeah. but yeah, don't, yeah, that's it. It is what it is sometimes. But you're teaching these kids, so that's good. Um, for- yeah, but they know that, though. And, it, and I'm glad because I don't let people put their expectations on me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I keep that facts. Like, don't put them on me. Like, allow me to be me. That's how I've got to be where I'm at today is being me. Don't change me. I will change within time or I will grow within time. You feel me? I will expand my right, which I'm a much, like I said, I've been a... I'm a much different person than I was 20 years old to what I am at 30. You feel me? So 
and I vocalize it a lot on my social, on my own platform, you know, on my own social media, on Facebook, Twitter. And I say certain shit like, and they might not like people. It might rub somebody the wrong way, but hey, this is not quite quote unquote, I'm ethical or I'm telling the truth. But in some of the shit I'm saying is facts. Right. And so, and I ain't never come off like, oh, trail racers. No, just saying this is white privilege. This is right in our hands. Like, this is bullshit. Mm -hmm. And if you ain't fucking with it, don't fuck with me. So how, how is how important is it to you to have the right support system around you? It's, it's very important. I mean, like I get all the, I, I get all like the, you know, the praise and all oh, it's Terrell, this and that, but no, my team, my staff, my, 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 uh, sponsors and donors, like, and are, you know, different. It ain't just a bunch of like, Oh, we just out here. No, we, it's a team. We sit here, we deliberate every day. We talk about, mm-hmm. you know, what's the next plan every day. Oh, so you got an idea. Oh, you got an idea. Like my intern, Neela, one of the smartest young girls, 19. And she like, she's super big in like in the tech world and not like, uh, like the social media stuff. And she like, she tell me a lot of stuff. Like, Hey, have you seen this? Have you seen that? She challenged me. And my, yeah, I'm not really big in technology or these apps like that anyway. But the fact that I'm getting, you know, getting put on game to a lot. Yeah. Um, I know she probably won't let me say her name, but I'm going to say it on this podcast. Per, she challenged me a lot. I'll uh, take her. She's she been with me from the start. And I just mentioned her before. I'm with the starter ground, but like she challenged me a lot on like, you know, she gives me like the parent perspective on a, on a lot of things. And like, and I think that's really, really dope. You know, you got to hear, you got to hear everybody from all sides. Cause if you, if I close out one ear, then I'm kind of like losing out. So I just try to like, you know, keep my ears open and kind of listen and just like taking it. I'm not listening to do, I'm listening to just gather information, but um, mm-hmm. but my support system, yeah, my staff is dope. Like my coach is dope, my intern dope, my support is dope, my technicians dope. Like, like we all, we get it. And we all just want to create something that's going, even if it's here for a moment, we're going to learn from it. So, and like how to do it. Like, and that's all I can do in the end. It's like, cause I don't know, What's gonna happen tomorrow? I always say this every day. Oh, I hate when you say this. Like, I'm like, can you please don't tell me this on the phone? It's I, the truth. I promise you. it's the so truth. I'll be telling this because I'm like, what have I done to help? You know what I mean? And that's that's just me. When the time I uh, the time I was here and the time that I leave, I hope I've done something to help. If it's one kid or something. But I cringe when you tell me that. I'm I like, do. It's the truth. I tell it to my dad every day. I'm like, yo. And I'm not feeling like this because I'm like, I'm in the trenches or something like that. Like, you know, I'm, I live a, a pretty simple lifestyle. And an honest lifestyle. Uh, but yeah, like, I just want to help people and, and to get to what the hell they can do. Mm-hmm. I think everybody can do this. I think it should it should be quality around everybody, boys, girls, all race, all social economic statuses. It shouldn't be no class. It shouldn't be no gender gender divide. And I think, yeah, that's just how I think. It shouldn't be that. It should be, this is it. And it's, it is what it is. If you make it, you up there. If you don't, then hey, that is what it is. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just a, a lover and a people person so much, but that's just me. So how, how was... Um 
the basketball scene in Vancouver or Victoria before you started this? And then how has it changed with the grind coming in? Uh, it was okay. I, I feel like it was a lot of, well, I speak for Victoria. I don't really know, know Vancouver. I'm not in that pop like that. Victoria was like, it was just pretty much the two, like, you know, a lot of like, you know, dad, dad coaches that just like get kids in the neighborhood and just like pick up, which, which is great. I feel like that's a really great thing to do, but like something that's more for the kids. That's like, you know, it, if it kind of feels like a myth now with Steve Nash, cause he's from here, he grew up here and everything like that. And now he's the Brooklyn Nets coach and just his path in general to get to where he is today is just like, he had to have somebody, you know, with a, with the knowledge in to get him there. I mean, see, I just didn't figure it out at 16. It's like, damn, I need to go here, here, here. No, it didn't happen like that. Yeah. You had to work, but also you had to get referred and like, Oh, you know, that guy, Oh, you should get it like that type. So I never really seen that in Victoria, like kids get off. And then, like I said, when I play here, I got to talk to a lot of kids, you know, as a, you know, me as a university player, they come to, I should bring them into the locker rooms uh, and let them meet the players. And they're like, oh yeah, we just want to get autographs. And like, I should just literally grab like three kids from the stand. Like, come on, like on some NBA, <laughs> like, come on. And like, bring them to the locker room with us. I, I can tell you, I wouldn't name, like, I'm pretty sure if they watching, they know who they are. And it was just random. And they used to meet the boys. You know what I mean? We'd be in the shower. We'd drink Gatorades. We'd drink have apples and whatever the, you know, our trainer had for us after the games. And they used to just ask us questions. And then some of these kids made it far and some of them didn't. But I'm like, how didn't it, you know, get there? So when I said what I wanted to do, I've made these connections with coaches and, and of all over and players, you know what I mean? And so the fact that I know this knowledge and, all right, this is what I want to do. I want us to play, you know, local. Yeah, that's fine. We're going to do that, of course. <laughs> but also play in Vancouver, also abroad. I want to come out to the Toronto one of these years and, and play, you know, against, you know, uh, uh, some of the best talent or club teams in, in Toronto or yeah. Alberta or Manitoba. And the same thing, like, we, if this pandemic didn't hit, we would go to Vegas at, in, in August. Oh, nice. So to go compete. So we postponed that to go to next year. So that's our, one of our biggest goals to go down there for 10 days and play against the, you know, the best, the best club teams down there. And even if we get spanked, the fact that they getting that exposure and the fact that they know like, okay, this is still a climb. Yeah. <laughs> and to meet, and you know, to meet my coaches who, you know, staples in this and like, well, no one didn't make those connections, right. To get them all. Like, mm-hmm. One of my kids went to is in Sarasota, Florida. Elijah Galuza. Uh, shout out to him. Shout out to him. And like he's like, yo, how do I get there? I knew players that played in Impact. How's the Impact? Who to contact? All right, contact them. Boom. This is how you do it. This yeah. is how you approach it. This is and during a pandemic, like to take a risk like that on a kid, and he's he came out great. Like okay, yeah, we get an email. Like oh. Thank you for um for you know giving us Elijah like he's a great player dude. that's dope that's a little that dope. That's the difference too between having you know a dad that loves the game than someone that's actually been in the actual yeah basketball world um, and has the experience and the networking and you have connections that you can help people out so that's good. Yeah, yeah. like I said, the part of giving back too, and I'd like to see that like down in Vegas where I'm from like players like I know 
I grew up playing with, they start their own, they own little basketball training academies and giving back mm-hmm. and getting players signed off. Like, uh, like my little partner, uh, Glenn, he little ISO, he just signed to Oregon State. He went to my old high school and he trained with a guy that I used to play against, Mike. Mm. And that's, that's dope. I'm like, yeah, bro, y'all, we did that. Like, we helped with that. You know what I mean? That, that's just the win. And so, like I say, we as players, former players, you know, not say we were removed from the game or whatever in our own careers, but just the fact that we able to still make the change and get these kids where the hell they need to go and whatever their goals is. That's dope as fuck to me. That's like, you think that's like some superhero shit. What? When you think about it. Like, yeah, definitely. I can do this and I do it. Like, not me. The whole manifesting that. thing, right? Like, you wanted yeah. to help people, you put your mind to it, and you had a plan for yourself. It yeah. might, not, might not have gone your way, but you still had that end goal and you pushed through it and you got it, you got it done. Yeah. And that's, and you know me, man. I'm a dude. Like, I, if I say some shit, like, I'm a, I'm a dude. Like, straight mm-hmm. up. Like, you stick to your word. And, when and it comes to what they you. say, what the kid, no cap. Ain't no rap cap, ain't no cap, ain't no, ain't none of that. Ain't no stealing sauce on me. None of that. I always been a, that just who I am. If I say I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do mm-hmm. fast. And uh, I listen, you wanna go there? Bet. Oh, you wanna oh bet. Even my partners, we could be doing the most. Hey, bro. And just hey, T Black, let's go. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> so no, I'm a doer, man. And I like that's just who I am. So I would never sit here and lie, uh, you know, or cap about some shit. No, I'm gonna tell you the real. So mm-hmm. but I just and but like I said, that's some real superhero shit to me to help kids, you know, get to the next level. And, and you had a big part to do with that. That's love. I took a that was a little piece. Come on, that wasn't that. I just made your vision come to life. That's what I think. No, but you did though. Like I, it shit wouldn't be. Like I, I got this shit tatted on. I know. <laughs> I would tell you to like show I got it. Tatted on. You feel me? I know. So, I, I yeah. All right, let's stay on topic because I know you got a list of them. Yeah, we could be yeah. here. We could be here all day talking. Really <laughs> what <laughs> skills? Uh, what skills or quality did you take from basketball and implement that into your business? What skills? Uh. <laughs> Communication was one. Hmm. Uh, I know I talk with it. everyone. Always say I got like a lingo, <laughs> but I think when she when she built that relationship with me, and that's like a team, right? When you're on a team, it's kind of secluded. Yeah, you kind of like get to know each other and mesh, and you start to figure each other out. But once you know, like you know what you do and what I do, and you start to figure that out. But as far as like what I've learned in this like with this like for me getting far it's being persistent like mm. it like the shit just don't stop you feel me like it don't stop like i might make a turnover in basketball but then i gotta get back on defense i gotta try to correct my wrong you know what i mean uh i mess up on offense i'm gonna get it back on defense i mess up on defense oh yeah i'm gonna make it up on offense but i got you you feel me i got you and and that's that's me as a player. Like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a dub. Like for sure, I'm gonna get 20. At least, I, yeah, I'm gonna be. But guess what? I'm gonna get you know those rebounds too. I'm gonna get those assists. So I'm always doing it all. Mm-hmm. And and that's me. I want to do not say do everything, but just do and do a lot. So um, so that's one of the skills that I got. Communication. Um, 
and just persistent. That's it. And I built like with that, with my teammates, I done built lifetime, you know, relationship with my former teammates, like mm-hmm. all of them, like from my childhood, like childhood friends. Like, like, bro, remember that? We went there. Like, it's crazy to still have those conversations. You feel me? Make like an old head, but that's real talk. And then, like, everybody I played with, all my teammates I played in, you know, Austria, Italy, and Canada, like, we all talk still, you know, shoot each other DMs and say, hey, and laugh and shit like that. So, um, it's just the connections. That's the skill. Like, it's been to, like, go through something with somebody, a journey, and be like, damn, and then it's like, yeah, you saw yeah. it. And it's nice to look back on that too. Yeah. So that's just a skill that I learned. And like, just you going with a goal and when you get to it or close to it, you just be like, Oh, all right. I see you still solid. Even when you don't get there, you still know that you're just being true. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Things in this shit. Like I say, again, cap, but a lot of these guys be pretenders, you know, be talking the big game and using the grind in their, in their business. <laughs> like, just not even say the grind, just like they be just putting a persona out there or yeah, like, talking about themselves a certain way. But hey, I ain't I ain't the cat police. I'm not gonna pull your car, but like just know like in the end, know you out in the food chain and don't try to like prop yourself, you know what I mean, in the same category or ranks with me when you ain't even nowhere close to this like facts. Like, mm-hmm. It took years to get to this. Yeah, that's what I love about your brand too. A lot to get to this, and not just say the grind. I'm talking about to the person I am before the grind. Yeah, exactly. This is this is me. Like I'm authentic. I'm thorough on this. Like don't ever get it twisted. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. I was like, you're just authentic. You're never, you've you've never been someone else or something that you're trying to be. You've always been true to you, and that speaks within your brand and it speaks within the kids that you're training. Like they. They're going to be true to themselves and they're going to back up you and the grind. And um, it's just beautiful to see that. It's I like but it. the same as you, too. I rock with you because I know, you know, we got that relationship. I'll follow you. You yeah. feel me? Like, you my dog. You my partner. Yeah. And <laughs> once I saw the tattoo, I was like, all right, this guy. Yeah, see, like, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I was like, this guy got a whole. Permit. But that's like, but that just show you, like, not to say, like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, my my partner, yeah, she did it. She hold it down. But like, this is what I stand behind. Like, um, not to say I am the ground, but this is, you know, the way I can tell you stories about how it was it was around for me. But like I say, like, it ain't like a, it it's competitive, but like in the end, it I'm gonna stay true regardless. Rather if I'm going fast or slow, like a tortoise, I'm still gonna win the race. And don't don't think that you ran away and you quit on the race that we in the same league. Mm-hmm. No, we ain't like, bro, you ain't, you ain't this and I ain't you. So I don't even put me in no comparison, mm-hmm. like straight up. And so in the end is that people say like, it's a form of flattery where they kind of mimic you and shit like that. Like, yeah. But in the end it's just like, bro, just know if you ever cross paths with me, I'm going to treat you and I'm going to address you. The, like in accordance of how you are. Like, I'm like, bro, you a fraud. And I won't disrespect you. I'm just saying like, hey, bro, you're just not my frequency. And you went yeah. on this wave. And, and that's okay. And so, and that's what the best part, like, you know, when people know, especially my program, people that talk to me, they know I'm a, I'm a different frequency. Like, oh yeah, he being real, he being true. He being himself. I ain't being no pretender. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna change my accent and say A or and spell color with a U. 
Like, <laughs> I ain't none of that. Like, my, my area code is still 702. <laughs> straight up. Um, so. so I know you talked about Nipsey, Jay-Z. Um, who are some other people that inspire you? Maybe... Um, hold on, was, hold on, this, hold on. I'm gonna put you up with my dad. Hold on, <laughs> we we doing a live. <laughs> this man called. He find your answer. No. Uh, no, nah, he has. He's gonna call back. Uh, <laughs> but what was you saying? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, who uh, you talked about Nipsey and oh, here, you go. here we go. Here we go. <laughs> um, okay. What are you gonna call me? Say it right now. Say what you always call me. I'm not calling you nothing. Why not? I'm not calling you anything. Oh, I'll call you back. I'm on a pod. I'm on a podcast. All right. <laughs> he wet. <laughs> oh god, that was who? Who was that? Oh my, that my pops. Oh my. Oh, uh, shout out to pops. You look just like him too. It's funny. It's great. Yo, do not say that. You gonna you gonna blow his head way too much. He gonna like, see, I look, and then he gonna take that and like try to like, like constrain like, oh, I look better than you because I was before oh, you. Oh, and then it's gonna. Oh. I made, I made you. you so. yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, that line, I made you. I like, made you? I, bro, do you understand? Listen, don't. Parents hey. love getting, getting that shit off. Oh, my, bro. Fist the cuffs with them. My mom, too. Anybody. Like, or, my mom, or my mom will be like, oh, you're just like, you're just like your dad, like a negative. Yeah, that too. Oh, you got that from your dad. <laughs> now you're now you acting like your mama. Like, yeah, that's yeah. all. <laughs> <laughs> bro, what I mean, bro. It, there, there you go again. You know who you acting like? I be like, oh, mm. so I don't have my. Yeah, I made you, bro. He told me, uh, bro. Listen, I will. <laughs> we can go outside <laughs> right now. You feel me? But back to topic. Yeah, what's up? Uh, who else inspires you personally? You said um, Nipsey and Jay Z. Uh, like, I, I like, mm, I, okay, I do too. Like, like people that I like, I follow, and like, mm-hmm. I like, like people in my life. Like, I actually have like I can touch. I really couldn't necessarily quote unquote get close to you know Nipsey like that. So like, as far as like a way, I, was, I think all arts. Like, I think uh, like you know Jay Z, of course, you know Nipsey. Uh, who else? You know. Beyonce, I love our little Beyonce Rihanna debate. And like every, like I'm inspired by a lot, honestly. Uh, Joe Budden, like Joe Budden, I'm a big fan. Of him and that park, him and his podcast, all of. That's why I started this. I'm like, bro, like yeah. he kept pushing being independent and doing your own thing. Yeah, and, and I, this is a way just that. to start off, and then eventually, you know, I want to branch off and be able to to not have to work for an employer and, and do my own art alone without. And I think that's dope. And I've been preaching that for years, you know, artists like Prince Michael been saying this shit for years mm-hmm. and got, you know, you know, a lot of flack for him and, you know, and I didn't, a lot of industries and, and the labels and then quote unquote, excuse my language, fuck with that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but anybody that, you know, against the grain and, and against the, you know, the norm and want to change for what's right. And then they, I, I fuck with, you know, like, as far as like, you know, civil rights movement, like, you know, 
Fred Hampton, Martin Luther King, Malcolm, Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, Tupac, Biggie. Uh, shit, even DMX, he just passed. Like, holy shit. I didn't even, like, I had to be like, whoa, the dog? Like, this dude is forever. Like, mm-hmm. and I remember, like, being a kid having to, you know, even though Bow Wow had the, you know, the dog too, but we knew who the big dog was, him and Snoop Dogg. You feel me? Like, that type, like, just like, and I had to like kick back and be like, damn, DMS was that dude. Like, he really, and I see, like, damn. Yeah, he had that, he had that, that frequency I'm talking about, like, where it, mm-hmm. it, it took you on a, it took you on a ride to somewhere to get you where you at today. And you remember that. And then you kind of remember, like, you look back, like, damn, he was that important. Um, but as far as like in my life was, my grandma, my family, my boys, my brother, to see like my, to see my friend, my partners and friends, you know, like we were, we didn't, we wasn't, we you know, not like broken home. I just say it like that. You know, it was like against social norm, like to right. not, not see like a mom and a dad in the house at the same time, like that. Mm-hmm. But to see my boy, like, especially my little brother, him be, an amazing daughter. I mean, an amazing father and a dad to his daughter. To see that with my boy Rick, with his two kids and his wife, and see my boy Reese Mac with his two sons, my boy Five with his daughter and son. To see my boy Eddie with his two daughters, and like, and killing it in this father role thing. Mm-hmm. See my boys, you know, get married and engaged. I'm a turn that off but to see to see that man i think that's just a more inspiration thing and to see my boys you know own their own businesses and finances in the tech world and and they doing their thing from the ground up my boy mahari out in windsor ontario he like the mayor he doing this thing like i got so many homies that like where i'm i'm so tapped in and being like yo bro yeah just keep doing and they living their lives and seeing like you know good you know strong not to say they black but like they black but that shouldn't be it. They just being strong men in this world yeah. and being honorable men and, and and changing norm. We wasn't we didn't grow like that with a, you know both our parents in the house like that. But to see that that's like in that's our breaking, generation that is it's changing. We knew it's fucked up and it's like we making a change. Our generation that's like with the basketball thing. I'm making a change. Mm-hmm. And who else? My homeboy Angel out of Washington. My homeboy Dre out in Washington. All my homies down in Vegas, like in California. Like they doing their thing, and I feel like that's like that's love. My grandpa, another one of my inspiration, who passed away, and I was in eighth grade still. Mm-hmm. The way he, you know, loved his family and friends, I'm like that. Like if you if you're close to me, you know, you know, like you're here. I'm still there with you. Um, uh, who else? My grandparents. It's like you won just you won an award right now. You're shouting out the whole squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but that, that's the inspiration though to see it. Like, yeah, they want better. I see that though, like you know, it's just it just like damn, it's possible. They like, went and shit didn't seem possible. Like, mind you, like like the era I grew up in, that shit was bad. Yeah, it still is bad. Like, you go through a whole thing where like in the nineties, like you know, crack still, you know, broke the homes. You know, putting in and kids like myself, you know. Yeah, these the streets gonna get you. Like they want you, they gonna show you love. 
you know, they're going to show you attention and they only want you in for your heart and, and for, for what it is. But then it's easy for a kid to get trapped into that. You That's know like I mean? the Kanye West line. We, we made it past 25. Yeah. yeah. And like I say, my, like, and, and God bless his soul, man. I got him tattooed on my cousin. Like he made it to 20 to, he passed away at 29. He didn't see 30. I'm 30. So it just, this is, this is how it is. This is the reality of this yeah. of the situation. So when you hear Ness, Ness monetize and capitalize on this time. And I think my friends and my partners, my lows, my homeboy Gordo, my tattoo artist doing great, man. He blew up in Vegas. Everybody go tattoo for him now. And just like he said, like he got a story to tell too about his life. Yeah. Like, and you know me, I love Latino coaches. So, you know me. So, but it, besides that, he's just a dope dude and got a story. He got a whole, and then you'll see like, damn, you tap in, you got a frequency, you got a, like, okay, yeah, this is real. And so I'm just, I'm surrounded by real shit. And it's, it takes time to get to that point, but I'm glad that I'm here. Mm-hmm. But that's my expression. It's my, it's my family. The people that's close to me, I love dearly. Uh, I, I fuck with. It's nothing I can trade it in for all. It's not enough currency in the world to like to say, hey, to have that expression. I want to follow that. Like my, my little brother adapted for me. I don't have no kids. <laughs> you next. <laughs> you next. But another way. But no, there's like see my little brother, like, like, damn, he loves his daughter. He gonna hold it, he holding it down. Like yeah. she getting everything too. She spoiled. She, you know, little my she on the phone. She daddy's girl, daddy this, daddy that. I'm like, yeah, that's fire to me. That like that's dope. That's a dope. That's a dope. That's dope. Like seeing my dog. Like take, my boy just came back from Disneyland. See this America's popping, bro. They at Disneyland, <laughs> right? Like, my boy father just went to Disneyland with his girl and then both his kids, three of his kids, and they kicking it. Like, yeah, man. That's not. And I hate saying it like black love. Like, no, nah, bro. Just love. Like yeah. it's dope. It's just black. Like, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. But to see that, like my dog holding it down, Eddie holding it down. Matt holding it down. That's my dogs. Like, and we done went through some shit together. Like, man, to see it all full circle. My homeboy, little Tony, he from a different tribe than me. I can shout out everybody. I can shout out the whole. Basically, did. <laughs> I can. My homeboy, little Tony, from a different tribe. And we went to high school together. My dog. And if you watching this, Tony, you know it's love. Real, like I say, bro. You gotta send me all the Instagrams of these people. Yeah, so I can I, I'm gonna shout their ass like out. But it's just like, no, nah, it's just it's it's dope. And to see, like, you know, the single mothers too, mom, you know, Per is an inspiration to me. You know, it's just so many people that I'm surrounded by and I want to keep that. My homeboy, Daniel Ferguson, like, it's good inspiration for me too. And we just have great stories and we talk. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really dope, man. I just, it takes, like I said, it took a time, it took, it takes time to get to that place where you just inspire and then you just like, I'm not here alone. Like it's yeah. like, got nothing but motivation. And like I would say we all go through a path where we got, you know, toxic shit in our life. We got to like finagle our way out of that. But once you get there, it's, it's beautiful. What, what does the future hold for Terrell? Uh, continue to do dope shit. Bless <laughs> 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 that. Uh, in my personal life, I just want to just continue to just grow. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm not content. 
Like, if, like, no, I wouldn't take trips. Once this pandemic is over, we're able to travel. Like, I think everybody will see what's manifested, like, and continue to, like, you know, build relationships and collab with different people and just see, you know, until I, just see how far I can take this thing. Like, I got the end goal of what I want it to be. Like, yeah, I wanted us, or my program, my business to be, you know, full tilt where we competing against the best of the best. We're going to the big tournaments and everything like that. But, uh, yeah, we're going to be, we're going to be turned up. And then from there, from a merch standpoint, to be able to talk to, you know, certain kids and, and, and get kids off. Like I continue to do at a, at a whole higher volume. Right. So, and we got some kids in my program that's, that's, that's really next up. And they, you know, this little incubator just looking and I'm getting it popping. And then, that's it. And keep coming on for the real. Like mm-hmm. you for the for the for everybody gonna say for the gang, for the hood, for the hood. You know me? And then that's that's it, man. I just want to continue to just to be the best I can be. And and every day, you know, I just strive to be better than I was the day before. And that's all I can be. And yeah. and not put too much pressure on that. Like we go through this shit, and especially in the pandemic, we really can't if we keep being, building, beating ourselves up and this shit is like, damn, when, when it's light out, how we expect to be moving, you know what I mean? Yeah. We want to. So that's it. Just continue to be me and grow. Dope. Last but not least, where can people find you online? Online. You can, uh, we have a website, the basketball.com is pretty easy to uh, catch on to that. I don't know if you can have a link, but drop it down right there. <laughs> uh, my Instagram uh in fame t black when saturday uh b is an eight right there that's me my personal page and also my company the grind basketball is the grind dot basketball on ig you can find us on facebook probably on twitter too and that's about it uh, not too much i don't got snapchat too personal no, yeah, that's I feel like that's dead, but that's no not for me. But no, nah, uh tap in. Um that's it. I got a question for you, man. What's next for you? Well, cause I know the block is hot. Way we looking for the ad the creator, man. You out here posting what you want to see more of graphics or more drawings or more paintings. Or Ain't more that what painters. you wrote? See, I, I tapped into you too. I'll be tapped in. You put graphics, no? I saw that. Yeah, I did put graphics. So I'm gonna see what you what the art. Yeah, everybody know you can paint though. You feel me? We we yeah. know that. You but I've been getting more people putting paintings, so I don't know. I'm gonna just show show more of my graphics for sure because I don't really showcase that. But um, got some paintings on the way. Um, yeah, there's one right there. I'm not gonna show you, but <laughs> just sneak little peek. But little sneak peek. I want to eventually be independent and do my own freelance stuff and work on my own time on my own clients and have that freedom and choice whether i want to work with you or not rather than working for the same company going by their rules by their time the nine to five i want to do my my own shit so that's what i got planned and keep pushing this podcast because uh yeah i i enjoy it i enjoy talking to other people um we talk briefly, but it's good to, you know, some things I learned about you today. Um, and I'll keep learning about you in the future. And, and Oh yeah. I forgot somebody. I forgot to mention my, <laughs> my <laughs> one sisters. more, one more. If I want to say my sisters, 
Oh, you didn't put the sisters in? Oh, oh crazy. They're like, you mentioned Miles, but you ain't mentioned me. <laughs> and that, that, that is, they're they're going to call you out on that. I know. Yeah, because I tell you what the conversation going to be like. Or my cousin Kia, or my co- yeah, okay, my whole family, y'all, my cousins, I know <laughs> you know. Know, my sisters. <laughs> Listen, because you know what's crazy is, is that we had these conversations of like, because people, it's just a funny topic. Like, I don't know why people think I'm tough. I'm not a tough guy at all. I'm really a, I'm really a, I'm really a softie, right? Yeah, but you show the screw face, like you're the grumpy ass dude. But no, I just you- don't. I just be straight. Like I don't like. What you gonna do? I walk with a smile on my face all day. Like no, like <laughs> come on, bro. No, but reason why they will say this, they watch this podcast. Be like we the ones that made you tough, and it's like. They got my, the tough love on you? Yeah, no, nah, they used to whoop my ass. Like, like we used to fight. Like, we had to, like, learn how to fend ourselves. <laughs> and so with that, it used to be funny because... If it weren't for those ass whoopings, it wouldn't have made you... My grandma whooped my ass when I got in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Sister, you know, like, being like, oh, you think you're tough? Or, like, you know, they used to, like, you know, say certain shit. They used to, like, get in my skin as a kid. And I was supposed to, like, I used to be, I used to always be just colored dark. So it's like, you know, like clown me and bag on me and be like, oh, you, you black as fuck. And this, that, the third, you black as a shit. Black is beautiful. You black like tar. You, you, your name should be one o'clock a.m. Like, Stop. <laughs> I swear to God, like one o'clock in the morning. I want to see your black ass like that. And then Stop. it's like, it's, I swear, bro, it was so bad. They used to tease the shit out of me, but it was all love, right? It was of just, course. They made me, they made this, this armadillo skin that I have, like, like, I'm I'm tough. Like I'm okay. Mm. Like, no insults are gonna get through me. Yeah, and it's like that. And I always love them, right? They, my sisters, like my little, my big little sisters, and mm-hmm. my cousins too. My cousins are the ones that put me on sneakers. I can tell you that for a fact. Yeah, you even got your own grind sneakers. Oh my god, no! Fire. I do not got no. Do not let people know. False narrative. No grind sneakers. <laughs> It's a one of one, one of one only. This sweater, yeah, of course. Look, like, hold on, I'll show you. Hold on one second. Are you still recording? Yeah. Like, I just got these in the mail. Like, no one will ever know this shit. Oh my god. Unless you like, you know, you're a hustler. First of all, let me just tell everyone that Terrell Evans is always get always has the the poppy nine (laughs) thousands. Yeah, to me, like shoes like this. Hold on, I can do I'll, I'll show y'all some shoes that I might have. Hold How on, you, you got dad only my cousin, yeah. only my cousin now are people from my from. If you, this, these are dope boys. I'll call y'all exactly what these are. Like ninety five, you was moving with these. Hold on, I'll tell you. <laughs> I got so I just want to show you two more. They literally just came in the mail yesterday. These. Oh, that that's a hot that's a hot item for sure. And the Barclays. So, and again, Classic. I was in a different era, so no one would ever really know this shoe like that. And if you know, they're Barclays. Classic. Mm-hmm. So, um, my cousins are ones that put me on sneakers off. On all this swag shit, who I am, West Coast rap. All Look at that, that, that little flex. Look at all the shoes I got. No big deal. No, I'm not a sneakerhead. All right, I just buy shit that's dope to me, and I don't think no one would ever buy these shoes like that unless you from an era like me. Mm-hmm. But no, nah, they they taught me a lot. They with the swag, everything, how to rock the brim with this, you know, with the easy heat curls out. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you swaggy. So that's my inspiration. My family, my friends, my loved ones. That's it. That's it. 
That's my dog. Look at my dog ass. We did a podcast <laughs> together. Who ever thought the scorekeeper, the bad apple out the batch? I'm not the bad apple. I'm the moody. Bad apple out the no, the only good apple. I'm moody. The mood. Oh god, don't you start that. You better. <laughs> you already know how I feel about that. I was like, yo, moody ass, uh, but it just stuck. It stuck. And then for like two months, people were saying it. You got it like, tatted. You just get it tatted. I'm like, bro, he got a whole grind thing. Like, you're the one that pushed me to get it. So I'm like, ah, fuck it. Just- you like, where you should get it? I'm like, right here. Yeah, <laughs> literally right here. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's dope. It was dope. I hope people like it. I think it's some, think it's some good people stuff. People like it, people. for sure. Thanks for listening to Creative Castaways Podcast. If you enjoyed listening or learned anything today, pay it forward and share the podcast with your friends and through social media. You can find us on Instagram at Creative Castaways Pod and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Thanks for all the support, and we'll see you next time. Creative Castaways.